Hey guys, are you struggling with weight loss and with diabetes? Maybe we found a new wonder drug that's going to help both things. What I want you to do is stay tuned. Uh, we're going to talk about a drug called semaglutide. It's also called Ozempic brand name, and we'll go for a brand name. And we're going to talk about who it's for, you know, how it works, some clinical studies that show, you know, the effectiveness of it, who shouldn't take it. And what I want you to do is stay to the end because I want to talk about how I use it in my experience with this new wonder drug called semaglutide. So let's first talk about who it's for. You know, with, with semaglutide, it's for two different people. Uh, let me back up a little bit. Semaglutide well, uh, is for a, a condition called diabetes, and it's for uh, people who have struggling losing weight. Uh, diabetes can be three different types that we're, or a couple of different types that we're going to talk about. And diabetes type one is when your body doesn't make uh, insulin. It's usually a juvenile uh, diabetes. It can happen later in life. We think it may be due something to virus and your body just can't produce insulin. And insulin is the key as far as um, controlling your blood sugar. So that's type one. That's not the most common type. And that's not what we're going to talk about with semaglutide. Type 2 diabetes is where we're going to address semaglutide. Uh, type 2 diabetes usually happens later in life. It's not because it's a lack of insulin production. It's usually lifestyle issues. It's eating too much. It's not exercising, not sleeping, you know, not going in prayer. The, the four pillars of health that we talk about all the time uh, here on um, this video and podcast. So those are the two things for diabetes. The um, the two types of diabetes. The other thing that semaglutide is indicated for is obesity. Now, obesity is defined as anything above the BMI of 30. Uh, you take your height and your weight and you go online uh, and go to some calculators, BMI calculators, uh, type your height and your weight. It's not the greatest thing because it doesn't take into account of muscle mass. And if you've been following along with us, we've been talking about, you know, uh, resistance training, how it increases your muscle mass. If you haven't watched that, it's very important that you go back and, and listen to that because I think it's going to give you some uh, really good pointers as far as, you know, why you need to increase your uh, muscle mass. But anyway, uh, if you have a BMI over 30, then you're considered in the obesity category and, you're, and it's indicated for it. Uh, it's the Guagovi brand that's indicated for uh, or for, um, for um, obesity. Now, if you have a BMI over 27 and you have a comorbidity, meaning something like if you're uh, in, the, in the range of 27 to 29 or 27 to 30, and you have uh, diabetes, you have heart disease, then you can you, you can uh, take a semaglutide. It's indicated because the weight reduction will help with that disease uh, progression. So with diabetes and with uh, being obese, they both have major health issues. Uh, if you look at people who uh, suffer a lot of uh, chronic medical conditions, uh, usually they'll have one or both. And um, what happens is uh, just over time, uh, your body can't compensate and it gets to the point where, you know, other things start happening. You know, your cholesterol goes up, heart disease, Alzheimer's, uh, high blood pressure. So, you know, those two things are linked with a lot of different uh, chronic medical uh, problems. And the one thing that they found is if you're able to lose weight, if you're able just to just to lose weight, 
uh, all these uh, chronic conditions will improve. So that's why it's so important that we talk about uh, uh, some in its indications. Now, Semiclotide is the generic name. Uh, there's two brand names. One of them is called Ozempic, which is indicated for diabetes, and the other one is called Wagovi, which is indicated for weight loss. It's the same drug. So there's some differences differences on the doses, uh, but it's, it's the same drug. Uh, it is uh, called a GLP-1 inhibitor. That's a glucagon-like peptide 1 inhibitor. You don't really need to know that. Need to know that. It's just that's the class that it's in. Uh, it was first approved by the U.S. Drug Administration, the FDA, as a once-a-week medication in 2017 as a treatment of diabetes. Just within the last year or two, uh, it's got the indication from the brand name Wagovi uh, for weight loss. Uh, it's very well uh, tolerated, and we'll talk about that. Uh, there's some studies that we're going to go over as well, too, that shows the effectiveness of it. So it, it, one of the things that it does, it treats both of these problems. Uh, one of the things that also uh, has advantages over other diabetes medicine is the long-lasting effect on the um, blood sugar levels. Again, Ozempic is a once a week shot. You know, uh, it lasts for a long period of time. There are other GLP-1 inhibitors, loragotide, uh, which is a brand name, Saxdena. Um, it's a once a day injection. It does basically the same thing. Uh, it's in the same category. So over a period of time with Ozempic, uh, it uh, works in your gut, and we're going to talk about it in just a second. And it, it's over several days, up to about a week, and that's when you need to have the second inje- injection. Uh, with, uh, the, with the studies that we've seen, it's very well tolerated. One of the major side effects with semaglutide is nausea. That's the most common thing that I see. We're going to talk about some other potential more serious complications and side effects in, in just a little while. But usually nausea is the thing. And with uh, semaglutide, what you have to do is you have to start low on the dose and you have to titrate up. And this titration can be over several months. It doesn't have to be within a week or two or a month or two. Usually people do not even get to the maximum dose. I've seen studies uh, that uh, have titrated up to six months and uh, within a year period they are still losing weight. Uh, so it's a it's an awesome drug and uh, it does uh, help with the uh, benefits of it. So how semaglutide works. Uh, a couple different ways that it works. Uh, basically, when you uh, take food in, uh, your body senses your um, blood sugar going up, and then it produces insulin. And this is where so the semaglutide uh, helps. Uh, when food is consumed, uh, the GLP-1 inhibitor, which is semaglutide, uh, binds to receptors uh, within the beta cells in the pancreas. And what this does is it stimulates your pancreas to produce insulin. And again, we talked about insulin. Uh, insulin, when you produce insulin, what happens is your your body uh or gets a hold of uh, your insulin gets a hold of that glucose and it puts it into cells whether it be fat cells muscle cells and your liver cells wherever it may be and then that helps lower your blood sugar the other thing uh, that it does it, it acts on other parts of the body the hypothalamus and they think that somehow it's supposed to uh, have an increased sense of fullness so one thing that a lot of people talk to me about with uh, some is after they've been on it especially about a month is they just don't get 
get hungry. Uh, their appetite goes down. And obviously, if their appetite goes down, uh, they're not going to eat as much. And then, you know, that's going to lead to one of the side effects, which is weight loss, which is a good thing to happen. Now, uh, GLP-1 inhibitors uh, also uh, inhibit the re- release of glucagon, uh, which is a hormone that raises your blood sugar. So when you decrease the reduction or when you reduce the amount of glucagon, which increases your blood sugar, uh, then you're not, your blood sugar is not going to go as high. So it helps in both ways. Uh, it helps uh, increase your uh, insulin so that when you eat, your blood sugar goes up it releases insulin at that point to help get rid of the blood sugar. And then it also helps your body from producing blood sugar. It inhibits this glucagon uh, that helps uh, keep your uh, sugars intact for a longer uh, period of time. So in summary, uh, the GLP-1 inhibitors in somicotide, which, we're going to talk, which we are talking about today, uh, it, it plays a critical role in regulating glucose and weight by promoting the insulin production uh, it reduces glucagon secretions and it increases the feelings of satiety of feeling full. So when when you have all these three things uh, working, you can kind of see how it also it helps with your blood sugar, uh, but it also helps with the uh, weight loss. Now the effectiveness of uh, somicotide in diabetes. There's a couple trials. There's a sustained uh, six study and a pioneer six. Uh, uh, trial and uh, the sustained study uh, showed more than uh, 3,300 adults with di- type 2 diabetes and the reduction with uh, somicotide is 1.6% on their hemoglobin A1C. Now, if you don't know what a hemoglobin A1C is, that's the re- that's how we measure what your average blood sugar is over the last three months. So you can see there's a significant decrease with that. Uh, and the Pioneer uh, uh, study, it found a 1.5%, uh, which is you know, we talked about 1.6%, 1.5%. So, you know, they're, they're coming in consistent uh, with each other. So when we're talking about diabetes and we're talking about um, uh, the uh, effectiveness of somagotide, uh, you can see that it does decrease the amount of um uh, of your body having uh, blood sugar. Now, the effectiveness of weight loss was uh, looked at in a scale obesity and pre-diabetes uh, trial. Uh, this was, uh, they found that the uh, average people lost 9.3% of their body weight. Uh, now, interesting, 2.3 or uh, 2.8% also lost uh, uh, their weight and they had a placebo. Uh, so it's interesting to see that you can you can get these reductions in your in your body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, 9.3 percent. Uh, if you if if we just round up to 10 and make it in the math a little bit easier for you to understand here, 10 uh, percent of your body weight. If you weigh 10 uh, uh, 200 pounds, it's that's 20 pounds. So on these studies here, you're looking at you know 18. Uh, percent uh, body weight, 18 pounds down from 200. You know, if if someone could get that, the uh, progression of these chronic diseases that we have is going to be dramatically dis- decreased. Uh, and uh, another study that was uh, found head to head with another uh, GLP-1 called loragotide, uh, the semaglutide had a 11 percent uh, decrease in their body weight. Uh, the loragotide had a 7.8%. Uh, so it's comparable. The loragotide wasn't as uh, 
uh, effective as the semaglutide, but you can kind of see that they both uh, are effective in the things that, that they are indicated for. Now, one thing that a lot of people want to know, and, and it's important that, the, that they get this, is their side effects to it. Again, the, the major side effect that I see is nausea. You know, people who have, uh, uh, when they take some magnetite, if you take too much of it too soon, uh, you can get nauseous. And I've had people where I've had to kind of titrate up even slower than normal because of the nausea. But the, but the major side effects that we're talking about is uh, pancreatitis. Um, now, I've not seen this in actually human studies. I've seen it in some animal studies. Uh, the pancreatitis does uh, increase, uh, but with people with diabetes, they have a history of increased pancreatitis as well. So I don't know if that study, I didn't get a uh, look at that study, but I don't know if that study uh, compared to people who were diabetic as well and didn't take the somagotide. The other thing is it's contraindicated, meaning it, you don't take this. If you have something called MEN2, which is a uh, thyroid, uh, it's a uh, metabolic endocrine neoplasia uh, type 2 syndrome. Uh, if you had me uh, medullary thyroid cancer. So if you have those things, you know, you, you don't need to be taking this medication. Uh, but as far as the overall effectiveness and the safety profile, it seems like it's really uh, doing a great job. It doesn't seem to be uh, causing a lot of other side effects. Now, with any kind of drug that we talk about, you know, we don't know 10 years from now, we may look back and find something else. Uh, that's with any drug that comes out. But so far, we haven't seen anything uh, like that. So you want to, if you are taking some magnetite, you want to make sure that your provider is keeping up with uh, the uh, latest information. Um, you know, it is, a, it is an awesome drug. It helps with many of my diabetics and people who are overweight. Uh, and it's uh, something that I think is going to be a major breakthrough for a lot of people who are struggling. So overall, uh, in summary, you know, smagotite, it's, it's well tolerated. Um, but again, we have to look for side effects. You have to look for those things we just talked about. Uh, it's a GLP-1 inhibitor. Now, there's other uh, ones that are coming out that seem to be promising as well, too. Um, sh uh, clinical studies have shown that it is highly effective in, 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 in controlling blood sugars, uh, especially in, uh, with individuals with type 2 diabetes with an average A1C reduction of 1.6%. Uh, it is be more effective in some cases with, than with other diabetes medication. Uh, it is also um, found to be consistent and very effective as far as weight loss with people losing uh, an average of 9.3% of their body weight. And I've seen a whole lot more than that uh, uh, personally. Uh, it seems to be more effective and it seems to be without less uh, complications and side effects than other di uh, weight loss medications. So that's important as well, too. So... When, when, when I prescribe uh, some mycotide, I've had really good experience with it. Uh, I've had a lot of people do really well with it. Uh, they've lost a significant amount of weight and is able to keep that weight loss off. The one thing that I always try to tell people with uh, any kind of weight loss uh, re uh, reduction in your weight is when you lose weight, you're not going to just lose uh, fat. You're going to lose some muscle. So it's very important that when you're on somatocytide, in my opinion, uh, that you make sure that you eat enough uh, protein, that you have your uh, adequate amount of protein uh, to uh, not just maintain muscle mass, but also build muscle mass. And to combine this with uh, some type of resistance 
distance training. We had a podcast, as I said before, last uh, um, a week that showed resistance training. And this is one of the things that I think is important. You know, what you don't want to do is lose 100 pounds. Uh, 80 pounds of that being fat and 20 pounds being muscle. And then, you know, for whatever reason, if you gain weight back, then it's going to be gained back as fat. And you're going, I think you're going to be uh, worse than when you started. So I think uh, from what I've seen is if you combine this with a, a, a great diet, uh, which we've talked about so many times, and you have resistance training, you maintain your, actually, I would, I would want you to build your muscle mass, then I think it's going to be effective. Uh, I think you're going to see uh, long-term, uh, maybe we can decrease the dose on people, make maybe do drug holidays. Uh, it's just been out for a couple of years as far as indicated for weight loss, so we're still kind of figuring out the best way to do this. Uh, there, are, there have been some studies that I've seen that people regain their weight once they go off, which makes sense. You know, if you're taking any kind of medication, uh, you know, for high blood pressure and you go off your blood pressure medicines and don't change anything else, your blood pressure is going to come back up and it's going to be higher. So that makes sense. But if we can make some other changes uh, as far as, you know, your lifestyle and uh, we have our four pillars of health, which is, you know, your your um, the diet that's right for you. Uh, you have resistance training and exercise. You're sleeping well. You're praying uh, and you're going into parasympathetic mode as far as rest and relaxation in your body, then I think that, that this drug is going to be very uh, beneficial for those, especially for those you know who look around to other people and they see other people losing weight uh, on whatever kind of diet you want to talk about, but they just can't seem to do any, uh, they can't get the, the weight scales to nudge. So I think it's important that we, we look at this as a um, not just a drug for one thing, and that's all we do as far as trying to lose weight. I think we have to incorporate this into a lifestyle uh, so that uh, you can maintain it. And what I find a lot of times is when people lose weight, uh, the thing that happens is they want to keep it off. Uh, they want to do the things that got them there. And, um, you know, maybe come back uh, and use this lomagotide uh, every now and then, those type of things. Don't know the answer to that, but I think that's one of the things that's interesting to see how it's going to play out uh, in the uh, next uh, few years. So hopefully this has helped give you some information. Uh, if you have any questions about this, we'd love to kind of contact, uh, you know, have you contact us and we would uh, want to reach out and have a discussion with you. Uh, if you're, um, if you've used some magnetite, comment, uh, let us know. Uh, did it work? How did you do? How much weight loss uh, did you have? How long have you been on it? Uh, if you're um, interested in doing it, uh, talk to your local provider. Uh, you can talk to us as far as like health coaching. We, we would love to have uh, work with th that uh, provider to be able to uh, have a lifestyle that you can maintain and be healthy and uh, avoid these chronic diseases that we have that are associated with uh, diabetes and with obesity. So hopefully that's giving you guys some great information. Uh, I, I really love looking at this, uh, these studies and, and, and bringing these to you. Now, let's turn our attention to our catechisms. Uh, again, uh, we're doing this at the end of each uh, of our um, video uh, podcast, and um, we want to uh, be sure that we include Christ in everything that we do. And our catechism today is, is God pleased with those who love and obey him? And the answer is yes. Uh, he says, I love uh, them that love me. And, and if you truly love the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, you're going to obey him. Uh, we're not perfect. There's times where we're not going to um, 
be exactly uh, what we should be doing. Uh, but that's when we have to go back and repent. Uh, we have to be in prayer and then not repeat those mistakes over and over um, because we want to uh, be someone who loves him. And, um, you know, I think that that is a, a great, you know, he gives us a great example of love because he came to earth, sacrificed his own body, uh, went through the pain on the cross uh, for you and for me. And that's that's just a symbol of love to me. Anyway, uh, hopefully this has helped you guys. Uh, we will be looking forward to you guys next week. And uh, remember, uh, be fit and be faithful, guys. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes, as the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.